Let me tell you about my hometown, Esteli, Nicaragua. The city of Esteli is a world full of colors that match the spirit of my people. The walls of Esteli are brightly painted with colorful graffiti, and the humble homes are close together like our tight-knit community. This was captured by Doug Diaz and Soul Culture Studios, and now is display on this beautiful vase. Nica Rustica brand featured El Brujito, the official symbol of the city of Esteli. El Brujito is a petroglyph that was found in a rock over 6,000 years ago, and it is a symbol of pride for every Esteliano. Nica Rustica Dove is a unique, unpolished Habano experience, and we are super excited for you to try it. Nica Rustica Dove, from our house to yours. Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> I mean, that was a close one. I don't even know uh, if. Should we even do it? Well, we well you know, you, you know the little cartoon. Okay, for those listening at home, you know the, the cartoon <laughs> where, where like it's the mouth, but then they like they 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 superimpose human lips where the fingers go so it looks like it's the, the mouth talking but it's actually like the dude's got like a goatee we need to do that okay all right sorry go ahead start the show i don't even know <laughs> what the hell just happened and apparently the odyssey continues what's up tojo nation welcome to another episode of flavor odyssey i'm your host robbie raz there's our co-host randy griggs and some sort of weird hand mouth disease i don't know what's happening there but uh, we're coming to you live from Crystal Lake Studios, Randy. Ooh. I don't know what is going on. What the hell are you talking about? Did you not even, you, did you really like just omit mentioning and lot B? Yes. That was oh, really it's, it's going to be different every week now. It's a whole oh, thing. Boy. It's, a new, oh, it's boy. a new bit. It's, it's a new bit for season six. I haven't had a bit in a while, so this is my new bit. We're not even in season six. We are in limbo. So welcome to the show, everybody. We are in limbo. <laughs> oh, we're in season uh, six. All right. Season six. Yeah, yeah dude. Shout out to producer Super Kid Jordan Tormson. We've looked yet. That is that is sick. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna post all six uh, covers. You know, we Who started with the, one that we tall one. Obviously, it's funny. I, it's Robbie. Right? It's funny. I said I said that earlier. <laughs> Uh, I, I shared this graphic all with our friends on Facebook, and I said, "That's me on the right. You know, I'm the tall one." Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and then and then later, I actually changed that. I said, "You know what? That's actually Eric and Jordan trying to figure out where in the hell Randy and I went." <laughs> Ooh. So it's nice. even, like we're there's we can can we make some bubbles in in the beer glass and maybe we're like swimming. Put our like, faces. Ooh, can we be beer? can we be You're beer mermen in, in beer time? Ooh, mermen. That's Speaking a fun of where are people? Where's Sensei? Come on. Yeah, we're we are off to we are off to a rocky start. It is a wild card Wednesday, everybody. Uh, we are smoking some cigars. We're going to be drinking some drinks. 
And uh, Randy is going to, how's that lighter working out for you, buddy? You I think I have it turned up there? too high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it figured out? It keeps blowing itself up. Right. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we are, we're back. We've got uh, a little wild card action here just before uh, the boys take off for uh, Nicaragua. And uh, we're smoking some Perdomo tonight. I know Randy and I are smoking the same thing. I don't think Jordan's smoking the same thing, but uh, that's Sorry. all right. You know, we, he created all these fantastic graphics for us, so we'll let him slide. But um, yeah, we're uh, so what's so we got no no master sensei tonight. He is uh, apparently when when you get to his age, you have to take like three days off before you go on vacation. Is that <laughs> right? Right. I've, I've heard something about do. that. Like, I'm actually kind of looking forward to that, to be honest. Like, I, w- I want some time off. Before <laughs> three days my after. Time off, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A little but we call it the vacation buffer. Right. You need a little buffer. You need it. So he's uh, he's napping somewhere. Um, Indeed. And sure. we've got uh, we've got a full audience studio. We got audience studio cam over there. Oh, we sure studio do. Audience, look at him in this. high def. Did I did I Medium say audience audience studio? It's studio, yes, audience. studio twice. audience. There we got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like we've we've started several shows over the last uh, you know four and a half like calendar a, like years and five seasons. Sixty of them. Yeah, yeah. We, we've started a lot of them off a l- little bit rough. This is by far the most just like. I, I feel like we, we're all just hanging out at Dojo Studios and we turned the cameras on and now you guys are just like seeing yeah. what it's like yeah. to hang out with us. And what a great way yeah. to start the <laughs> new season. And that and that explains why there's no one watching. They all left. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, great. Let's let's try and get this on track. Uh, yeah, let's welcome to the, the show. We we are starting off with a little bit of a uh, of a, a different look and feel because we wanted to be able to have uh, some consecutive shows with some continuity and with the Nicaraguan trip coming up, uh, we decided to go ahead and just do the, uh, do, do a wild card. Now we're going to take next week off while uh, we are traveling to Nicaragua. We're going to talk a lot about that trip and some of our plans uh, tonight. Um, then we're going to come back and we're going to do our season premiere. And that's going to be where we really lay out what the season's going to look like. Some of the, fun kind of changes that we've got co- coming up uh one of them being this fabulous graphic thank you uh I can't jordan stop showing it. he's so excited about his new <laughs> ai it. app um and then and then we're but you know as we as i say every single season we're gonna do better and better as we go to let everybody know what we're smoking ahead of this show because we love how much you guys contribute in the pairings and can follow along when you have the cigars uh, and the beverages that we're uh, smoking and drinking as we go. So, um, so anyhow, I, I was just kind of like laying the groundwork, uh, Robbie, trying to help us get back on track. So, wild card tonight, off next week. Come back for the season premiere. Then we're we're going to talk more about it, but we're going to be smoking through the smoke in um, 2022 cigar of the year, cigar dojo sampler pack um we'll talk a little bit about what cigars are in that but um but you guys can go to smoke in we work with them to have that cigar of the year pack um we have the number one cigar in there this year in the h99 we have a couple other selections from the top 10 so super excited about that but tonight i'm super freaking jazzed because this is one of my absolute favorite cigars of all time, we are smoking none other than the Perdomo double-aged, 12-year vintage, sun-grown, in the ever-so-sexy Salomon uh, 
Uh, it's got to we'll, be one of the longest titles of any cigar. It really is. <laughs> and there's some long it titles really out there for cigars. That's saying something. It's yeah, it's yeah. got I some, love this for some serious, serious as long uh, as the dojo some... champagne, right? Dojo champagne. Only I'm going to find him. I'm going to look him up. All right. All right, Robbie. Good I time. think I did what I could to get us back on track. It's, it's yeah, your show. Yeah, and Jordan screwed all of it up cuz I don't know what the hell he's talking about. But uh, yes, that is correct. This Wait. is the double. It's the double vintage. Is that what is that what it is? It's What's the, the whole name? Double aged twelve double year aged. vintage sun grown. Twelve year vintage. Yeah, you they have right. this in the no, Connecticut, the, the Maduro. The dojo is longer, so you have you're smoking the double aged twelve year vintage sun grown. The dojo Perdomo is called the Perdomo Reserve Champagne Cigar Dojo Limited Edition Tenth Anniversary. Oh wow, it's a lot longer. So that that, that, so that takes you, the cake. We got them beat. <laughs> That's it. It, it is. Uh, it is quite a name. One thing I do like about, and I don't know how they don't do this on all their cigars. Perdomo folks do. I don't. But this has like the whole blend is right here. I don't know if you can see that. Can we? Yeah, actually, yeah, they, they when recently, we were done by re, redoing the branding, and they don't have that on there they, anymore. Yeah, they did away oh, they with this. I never liked. They that. did away with this, and this is this was always one of my favorites. We called this out. Uh, in yeah. I think season it's one we cool. smoked this cigar, and I think it's great to have it there. But yeah, they well, maybe on the they, box, but not in the band. All right, just it works. It works on the Salamon because the cigar is so damn big, and this mm. band is is. I mean, this is quite a band, right? I mean, that's a lot. There's a lot going on there. There's a whole bunch of names and words and such, but um, the uh, having the <laughs> like words and such, uh, having the the blend on there, I think is kind of cool. Uh, the blend actually is a sun grown. Just as rapper is sun grown, smooth. Uh, the uh, the seco is condega, the viso is jalapa, and the lajero is esteli. So it's not really the full blend, but it gives you a little no, bit of the yeah. Some of the when you when you look it up, it's like the rapper well, is Nicaraguan on here too. The binder is Nicaraguan. The fillers are Nicaraguan. <laughs> you know what so that there's means. There's far it. more information on the band than there is. On the actual, like on the website and on the box. Yeah, no, absolutely, actually. Yeah, I love this. So so just to double down and now reading it, I love this. It actually tells you not only what the varietal of tobacco is, it tells you what its contributing element is. So when it says Condega, it says aromatic. Jalapa, sweet, Esteli, rich. Surprised it didn't throw in spicy there. A little spice but, um, there, a little. Yeah, tasty notes. A smooth smoke with a spicy, sweet complexity. Slight hints of oak and almond, and a long, mm. warming finish. I just mm, I feel yes. like saying that very fancy. You know, mm. you yeah, should be British. You know, lovely party. Mm. Pity I wasn't invited. Um, yeah, very good cigar. Uh, I uh, let's talk a little bit about what uh, what we're what we're. It's cool how Salomon swim upstream. Some, I like it better when when Sensei is right in the comments and not Jordan. I think it's Matt. Jordan's uh, got his no, hands. that's Sensei. Uh, oh, is, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, then yeah, he's he fired. He woke too. up from his nap. <laughs> he did. It's, I, oh, I, you I'm thought that was that me? Can... Yeah. No, I'm I'm right here in the flesh, baby. I, I was going to say, well, I knew it was Jordan. He has his hands full. <laughs> I can do that kind of stuff. Computer. I'm not going to be typing on there. Can me? That's fair enough. That's yeah. fair enough. Uh, let's... Uh... <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's get into our pairings here, Randy. Um, since we're all you and I are smoking the same thing anyway, uh, yes. I don't know what these slackers over here are smoking. But uh, since and I say this a lot for during um, some of our wild card shows because we never really do Scotch pairings because um, 
because you guys all suck basically is is really what it boils down to so i decided based on the the flavor description on the band i decided to go with uh, some scotch tonight i'm actually going with a blended scotch from our friends randy at compass box uh compass box scotch whiskey maker uh this one is called the story of the spaniard it's a blended malt uh scotch whiskey uh 80 of which is aged in spanish sherry casks it is uh, a delightful pour as you can see i have consumed most of this bottle uh this was a, a gift given to me by my brother-in-law and actually i pulled up their website and they have a ton of information on this so they they do different batches of this so it's released in batches and the batch number is going to be on your label so this is batch ts uh, 2018b and they have little recipe and fact sheets you can download and if you it gives you like a little flavor spider graph randy it's pretty interesting Ooh. i know you're a big spider graph guy yeah um, but it's yeah and it tells you where um so 14 percent of this uh is highland malt blend um 4.9 percent came from the the glen uh, elgin distillery 28%, 28.6% from the Deanston Distillery. I just think that's pretty cool how it breaks down all the different distilleries that are involved in this, and it gives you a little uh, flavor profile from each one. Um, so this one from the, the – and I could share this. I can't really share my screen. This isn't a Zoom meeting. Um, the Deanston Distillery, uh, it's a single malt. It's 28.6%, and it gives notes of plums and berries. So that's – Gives you a little bit of idea of what you can expect from some of these different expressions that are used to create the story, Randy, of the Spaniard. And that's what I'm drinking tonight. Going with a little blended scotch. What about you? What do you what do you have on tap? How many drinks do you have? And which one is the actual pairing? Now I'm I'm gonna guess that you've got a double hazy IPA on of, on back of, uh, on, of on backup. The- of the three alcoholic beverages in front of me, um, <laughs> a double three. a double hazy is um, not one of them. Oh, I, I, you, I, you I, led oh, me on there. I thought triple. I nailed it. Yeah, a triple. Yeah, we'll we'll start with I I have an Imperial American Brown. That is not my pairing. I have a Imperial American Brown. Wasn't that your nickname in college? <laughs> Hit it. Where, where is it? You don't get that. That's oh. our that's our one. <laughs> that's, that's not for this show. That was my nickname back in college. Um, I also have next up. I have a dark and stormy in Ooh. front of me, and this is not your also not my pairing. For tonight's pairing, I will officially <laughs> be going with to pair with this all Nicaraguan puro. I will be going with a very Nicaraguan beverage in a rum and coke. With a splash of lime. And um, really looking forward to it. I still had the Coke from, I think we did the uh, the Dirty Dr. Pepper last uh, season or so ago. Never drank the, all the Cokes from that uh, episode. So I figured, you know what? Uh, you know, rum is a very Nicaraguan uh, spirit in general. And I don't know how fancy we're going to be able to get as... Um, Honestly, in 26 hours, I will be headed to the San Francisco airport to start my journey to um, first Managua, Nicaragua, uh, and then uh, we're going to spend 
little time down there for Jordan's birthday. And then we're going to head off to Esteli, Nicaragua uh, from there for the Perdomo VIP extravaganza. Something I'm so excited about. Um, so that's what I'm doing for my pairing. And uh, I'd, I'd, I'd go with the uh, Dark and Stormy. It's probably your best yeah. one of the three. I think so. Yeah. What's the what recipe do you use when you make your Dark and Stormy? Well, so I went with the Zacapa. Um, I never had their regular. I've only had the Zacapa XO. I think, Robbie, you might have gotten me my first bottle of Zacapa XO as a as a gift one one time, and I liked it so it much. Sounds I, like I've, something I would do. I, I like yeah. to get uh, extravagant gifts. I don't do them very often, but when I do, I really I really hit a home run. Go all the way out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think you had got me that bottle. I liked it so much. I polished that one off and I replaced it. Um, and I'm two three quarters of the way through that, but I saw some. Um, of the regular Zacapa um, uh, Grand Reserva, I believe they call it, uh, at the store recently. So I picked up some of that. I, I, I usually do the the Florida Cana uh, dark. I have Florida Cana dark and clear at all times in the bar for mixing purposes. Um, but I felt like the, uh, the, the Zacapa goes a lot darker. It's got a lot more of that caramel richness to it than uh, just your standard Florida Cana. And obviously I'm not comparing to the to the age uh, reference, you know, Florida Kanye 12 is probably like one of my more go-to, uh, obviously diplomatic who gets a lot of play around here, but we've talked about that in previous shows. It can be a little bit on the sweeter side um, when it comes to pairing. Um, so I want to give this a Kappa a try. And so, um, yeah, I like the dark and stormies. You know, it, it, you introduced that to me originally, Robbie here through the show. Um, so I do dark and stormies like, pretty frequently at home in general um but i thought you know what went in nicaragua and we 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 went with uh we went with that as the theme tonight so i wanted to stick with it through um my drink so i appreciate um jordan's comments on what he thinks my best pairing option of these three beverages would be officially my my pairing is a rum and coke um and so uh so we'll go through and uh Obviously, I'll, I'll probably make some comments about uh, which one I thought it paired best with as I will be sipping away at all three of these simultaneously as we go through the show because um, that's just kind of how I roll. Uh, actually, my question was, what recipe do you use for your Dark and Stormy? You said a whole bunch of things, but not You that. never answered the question. Yeah, good point. Answer um, the I, question. Uh, I, 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 I do um, a splash of lime, rum, and ginger beer. Fever tree, oh, of course. Okay. Yeah, I very, I make mine. Simple. I don't. I, my recipe is is different, and uh, that's why I never I never order. A dark, dark and stormy is one of my favorite cocktails. I make them all the freaking time, but I I use the uh, two one and a half ratios of so two ounces of rum. Usually use Gosling's Black Seal, which is like eighteen bucks. Um, the uh, two uh, two ounces of that one ounce of lime and half ounce of simple syrup. And I shake that sucker up, and then I top it off with Reed's Jamaican Ginger Beer, which is, uh, that's my standard recipe for those. The Reed's is a little bit spicier. I don't want to go Fever Tree, which is, like to me, it's too Fever spicy. Tree. Um, but that's, yeah, that's that's my recipe for that cocktail, and I could tell you what, I drink that all the damn time. They celebrate, uh, I was going to say, I'd celebrate the man's entire catalog, but it doesn't really work there, so we'll move on. Yeah, I'm su- I'm surprised that you feel like um, the simple syrup is necessary for uh, to 
bring this cocktail all the way out. I'm not as familiar with Gosling's. I know that if, if I remember correctly, I've looked this up. I think Gosling's is like um, credited for the naming convention. Uh, dark and stormy like that's yeah. trademark it's like that's it, the it's... that's the recipe and they, there's gosling's uh ginger beer as well um i use because it's a black strap rum so it has it's it's not aged usually when you see a dark rum you think it's aged they get that color yeah. from the barrel uh mm. this is actually uh molasses it's colored with molasses um it doesn't really have the best flavor um and what but, about body so, and, and it's How's is the it, body isn't it, it much lighter in body? I mean, than... it, it, it works out. You know, it's pretty good. Okay. Gosling's was was good in like the Notebook Drive was pretty good. Yeah. Um. There's you know lately, uh, a Murder by Number he was pretty dang good in there too. The musical one was pretty good. Yeah. Snubbed, uh, uh, La, 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 La La Land. Yeah. I'm, La La I'm a La La Land I, guys. It's I've solid. never watched any of these movies. <laughs> check out Check out Drive. Robbie, you are definitely a La La Land guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a good movie. Definitely. I hate L.A., though. I really don't like Southern California. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I know you're, you're making another joke there, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> the uh, No, the, the Dark and Stormy, to get back to that just real quick, I, I throw that yeah. uh, half ounce of uh, simple syrup in there. No, no one really cares, but I do. Uh, I throw that in there because, A, I don't think the, the uh, Gosling's is very sweet, and I don't get like almost any sweetness out of the Reed's ginger beer. So I, I throw in just a little bit of kicker of I, and Wait, really if I but use like less you you're getting away from the sweetness, but then you're adding the simple syrup. Why don't you just use Fever Tree and don't use a simple syrup? Because well, Fever Tree tastes different to me. I don't like the flavor profile. I'm stuck in my ways with this one. Mm. I've been making this drink like this for decades now. I just don't think I could change. And if mm. if anybody else makes it and I go somewhere else, it tastes like crap. So I usually don't ever order it. Just because my recipe is different. Really, what I'm drinking is a totally different cocktail. Than yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I um, again, Dark and Stormy is trademarked by Gosling's, I believe, and so the is rest really? of us are real. Yeah, I think so. I think the rest of us are supposed to just call this a, um, a rum mule <laughs> or a Caribbean yeah, mule. Maybe would be yeah. Caribbean mule. I like that. Oh, I like you know, that. I yeah. Just, yeah, I just coined that. Caribbean I mule. <laughs> I love that that's where you went with that. All right. So, um, all that being said, um, can I talk a little bit about our trip, Robbie? You got some stuff to say? Or what, I, I, got, we... I got nothing. I got nothing to say. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to smoke my cigar. I'm going to enjoy the fact that these graphics are right over your face. And I'm going to uh, enjoy this pairing that I'm working on that uh, I think is going to work out. We'll see. All right. So, I just want to share a couple things because... Uh, it means so freaking much to me to go to this uh, trip. Um, as we all know, uh, Eric, Master Sensei, has been on... I'm not sure if he's been on every great, well-known trip, but he's been on most of them. And uh, and we've talked about this on the shows before, but like there is a clear distinction between um, some of the, the uh, events are a little bit more um, social and like kind of party-focused, and then some are a little bit more educational focus and for anyone that's been um yes M michael z um it's underway interesting that you would think to have asked that but yes working on it um the, Help the uh, audio listener i uh, don't care whatever yeah 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 it's it, that that one's that Too one's secret. like a behind the curtains right, that right, one's right. behind the curtains i'm not i'm not letting so everyone if you're not you watching gotta go to, live you, you gotta go to you youtube to see that one yeah yeah, yeah. Um, or Facebook. the uh the 
the the thing is, is like when I've talked and Coop also, you know, Coop and Eric have always said that the two most educational uh, trips that they've been on, where like they really genuinely learned about the agricultural pro, pro, um, process and you know the tobacco plant itself and everything else. You know, obviously, if you're going to a place that's vertically integrated like Perdomo, you have a better opportunity to see more of the process. But anyone that's followed along on the show for any amount of time knows that I really, uh, I love to learn. I love the, 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 the just to be kind of knowledgeable. I dig reading about this stuff. Um, you know, the origin of the different varietals and the different, uh, the different um, factors of terroir of, of, you know, growing the same varietal in, in one country or at, at one altitude versus another really can change um, the way that we experience uh, the flavor profiles of those varietals. And so what I've always heard is that the two uh, upper echelon tops um, for the educational side of things are the Davidoff trip and the Perdomo trip. So, um, as you guys will find out as the year goes on and our events uh, go on, you know, um, I think I've made a big deal and told everybody that I, I started a new job at the end of last year. And um, yeah, I'm really dedicated to my career, really dedicated to my new company. I wanted them to know that like, I was locked in. Plus, when I first started with Dojo, I had like been working for the company I worked for for like eight or nine years. So, I had a ton of PTO um pay time off uh kind of in in reserve i don't have that anymore and so i told uh dojo that we we're gonna have to count me out for a lot of the trips uh coming up for 2023 i'm not gonna be able to make the trade shows and um and some of the the annual trips that we would typically be trying to get to uh and and i told eric i said but that being said there's two trips that if there's any chance i can um that I can get involved in something, it would be the Davidoff trip to the Dominican Republic and, or the Perdomo trip to Nicaragua. Um, Aren't you bougie? I, well, the thing is, yeah. I've never yeah. been in. I, 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 can't, I can't do any of the work, but if any of these two, if these two awesome trips come up, yeah, I'll go. <laughs> well, I mean, seriously, they're, they're like, it's the short list. It's my bucket list. These aren't, um, these aren't public uh trips you know some of the trips that we've done before you know camp camacho which is an amazing trip um obviously cigar safari was the first one that was ever on my radar uh the you know you you can anybody listening right now can follow along on their websites and get signed up and you can go to those these two aren't open to the to the public these exist primarily just for their retailers um, I, I'm pretty sure they, they host European trips for their European retailers, American trips for their American European or their American uh, retailers. And then um, and then a small fraction of media can sometimes kind of glom on and get invited to do some uh, some coverage and get to uh, experience uh, what they expose their their top retailers to and so for me it was like one of those things it's like well you don't get invited to the playboy mansion and, and pass up on it right because you, that's not just an invite you get all the time um i'll tell you about that invite on another show um but uh, that's that's a true story but anyhow it's, um, it's, a, it's a quick it's a quick story <laughs> Hey, get, 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 get. that works on a lot um, of levels right yeah yeah so uh and i think eric mentioned this the other day like you know jordan hasn't been on this trip yet either eric's been on it i think i think twice no he's been uh, here's yet oh just once so here's the other thing is eric and i we're gonna go together what was it two years ago remind, remind me jordan what's your nephew yeah, two years old right 
two years ago, Eric and I were supposed to go on this trip. It was all like planned out. And then as we got closer, Eric said, okay, actually one of my daughters is expecting and it's just too close. You know, I can't not be here if my, if my grandchild is born. And so we canceled um, the only other time I'd been invited to this. And so that made it even more like I've already like been planning to go to this trip and had it, uh, I want to say taken away, obviously, you know, family comes first, but, but, but we didn't get to do it. And I thought I was going to, and so that made this one that much more special. So, um, so it was pretty cool though, because, uh, Eric got invited, you know, it was a plus one type situation. And he said this year, you know, Jordan hasn't been able to go uh, previously because of his family commitments and, and his, his Jordan's beautiful family. So many babies. So many babies in the so family. Babies. You guys have no idea. Um, so, uh, so this this year worked out. Um, it's it's literally right on Jordan's birthday that we're going down, and um, and so so Eric's like, hey, I gotta let you know. I just don't want you to like have feelings hurt. We did get invited, but Jordan's available, so like you aren't invited, basically, which is obviously fine, you know, Burn. Jordan. Yeah, burn it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So you know, no big deal. But, but like I tell Eric, I said, "Well, look, Nick's a big family man himself. I know he's commented on how like it's so important to him that he got to share um, this company with his father, and now he gets to share it with his son, who's um, you know basically the succession plan is you know the whole Perdomo family is very engaged in the company and and part of the company. And and so I told Eric, I said, "What if you just told Nick that I'm kind of like." us another son to you <laughs> <laughs> and apparently it worked because he called me back up a week later he's like all right you're in um so um so i'm super excited i just wanted to share that backstory of like uh this has been a few years in the making um so i'm super pumped about it um if you guys followed along last year when um eric uh chad to chad and i went to the great smoke um down in florida i wrote this article and um as a recap article for the event and Eric loves to, to give me grief about it because I literally um, I literally wrote, read an article on how to write uh, an event recap article while we were like on the trip. And uh, I think Eric likes to tease that I'm the only person that would read an article on how to write an article. But I thought I wrote a pretty darn good article as, as a result of my study. And so um, so you can you can watch for a recap uh, kind of travel article. Uh, coming from this trip, um, I am hoping you know we're going to take down some of the um, some of the the camera equipment and sound equipment that we would normally take to a trade show, and so hopefully we'll be able to have a chance to uh, do some live um, kind of impromptu uh, videos while while we're down in Nicaragua. I don't really know what the what the you know cell signal um, <laughs> you know options are are going to provide us for uh, high quality. Yo, because you've never even <laughs> been to Esteli at all, right? I haven't. I haven't. No, this will be my first trip to Nicaragua ever. Because um, you don't know so, there's no, there's no internet. They don't even there have isn't. It, yeah, I, I kind of assumed that. I told my work. I was just like, just assume I'm going to be in this tiny little village in the volcanic mountain range of, of, of Central America. So, like, don't expect me to chime in or get back to anybody uh, very much. But um, but I know I've, I've covered on, on different shows. You know, I, I, I am super excited to see the volcanic kind of activity and everything that uh, Nicaragua does boast the most um, active volcanoes uh, in all the world. And so, um, 
Uh, but I, either way, even if we aren't airing live, you know, I do hope to ca capture some uh, fun coverage that uh, that we'll uh, release, and Jordan, I'm sure, will will produce the hell out of, and and we'll we'll do some releases on YouTube and on on, on Facebook um, to kind of share some of this experience with with everybody because it is something that's super unique, and not everybody gets an opportunity to take a kind of sabbatical from uh, real life and and do these amazing cigar trips and honestly i'm i'm just super honored to get a chance to tag along and carry eric and jordan's bags for them um and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like gonna be there if they give me a chance to wear a little like capo and be their chauffeur i'll do that um obviously draped in all white linens but still uh, <laughs> so i'm i'm super looking forward to it so hopefully you guys can stay tuned um and and we can bring some interesting and fun Randy thought that you could bring stuff. like 10 bags of big you know like pack 10 bags and you can pack like one backpack like not even a full bag and it's yeah, yeah. when when he, eric told me that i had to stay to one suitcase, Robbie. You you've traveled with me enough at this point. Like you I know, have, like yeah. just asking me to be in one suitcase alone is like really asking me to really like change the way I behave as a as a person. Uh, you know, my, my personal identity is is like pretty dependent on on is, multiple is it, as an bag. overpacker. Yeah, Randy, <laughs> yeah. Brings, Randy brings enough luggage that he could bring home three bodies if necessary. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Chad to Chad just pointed out that I might try and pack a cell tower uh, to to make sure that we have uh, uh, a single. Which actually, you know, traveling with Chad, that kind of reminds me of something. Well, that's it. We did it. We completed another season of your favorite cigar pairing show, Flavor Odyssey. Season 5 is in the rear view, and boy do we have a lot in store for Season 6 already in the making. Follow along as Robbie Raz and I take it to the next level of pairing adventures. Every episode of Season 6, just like every episode of Flavor Odyssey yet, is brought to you by the most prestigious premium cigar manufacturer in all the land, Drew Estate Cigars. Have you tried the newest line extension from this five-star brand? Blackened by Drew Estate. With their initial release, M81 Maduro, this all-new collaborative passion project, cooked up by lead singer, guitarist, and virtuoso of Metallica himself, James Hetfield, along with Rob Dietrich, the master distiller of blackened American whiskey, and of course, Jonathan Drew, founder and president of Drew Estate. Make sure you get your hands on this all Maduro beauty at a brick and mortar near you. Speaking of brick and mortars, every week I remind you that every cigar smoked here on Flavor Odyssey is sponsored by Smoke In. But this week, I need to let you know that if you aren't within distance of their 11 brick and mortar locations, head to smokein.com right after the show and get yourself the Cigar Dojo 2022 Cigar of the Year Sampler Pack. Smokein will have you covered for the first segment of Season 6 as we smoke through the best cigars of last year. Only at Smokein. Bam! Read the All right, so that's reads. so so that's that's it. I've I've done enough talking for two episodes, Robbie. You've got it from here. 
I like uh, I like Matt Matt's comment. He says if there was an insiders baseball to inside baseball, this would be the insider to that. In to your, your it's just a trip to comments. Nicaragua. It's not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, well, it was it was the depth of the description I think that we were getting. Uh, well, you know, there was this one time when there was it was sunny out and uh, there was a slight breeze coming out of the northwest. It, it was so nice because it tickled my nose a little bit and I sneezed. And it, it, after I sneezed, I looked over at Eric and I said, "You know what? You know, it was kind of like that. It was yeah. Uh, you got me, Robbie. That's exactly yeah. What yeah. Thinking, yeah. Thank you for yeah. saying that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're on, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, tell, my tell story, stories, my, my story about this trip is is, is much is much shorter. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, Eric doesn't think of me as a son, <laughs> but but I know for a fact that he likes me better. So uh, I'll take that 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 will Keep be uh, that will be the one. Uh, I'll take that. That's all I get. I don't get the I don't get the trip. This is really your first trip to Nika. I thought you've been before. No, well, that's the thing. I was about to say to, to Jordan's point about this is just a trip to Nicaragua. Um, let's start with you, Robbie. How many times have you been to Nicaragua? Uh, well, um, I've been doing this for about twelve years now. Uh-huh. Thirteen. Uh, I worked in the industry for three. Uh, so I'll say I think it's probably like six, maybe seven. Okay, maybe eight. Niner. Some there's a niner in there somewhere. <laughs> I mean, they come uh, from a walkie-talkie. <laughs> come back. Um, yeah, <laughs> you leather chewing some bitch. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly how many. Thank you. I'm not exactly Missed sure it. how many. Uh, like eh, six or seven. Does okay, that prove your point, Randy? Yeah, well, 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 no, I, I, so, so, obviously, to your, to your point, you, you were the brand manager for a Nicaraguan brand. You had to go down there at least annually for work. You have also done just media coverage on on some of these events, some of the ones I've even mentioned. Um, so you've had a lot of these opportunities arise um, as as you've dedicated a, a good chunk of your life to covering this industry. Jordan, how many times have you been in Nico? Uh, I would say probably around five. Wow. So to to you guys, this is just another, you know, cigar trip to Nicaragua. For myself being the first one, and this is still like such a huge honor for me. If I wasn't on this show, if I wasn't part of Dojo, you know, this wouldn't have even necessarily opened up for me. I think a lot of our audience is probably closer to where I am, where it's just like, yeah, these have been on my radar. It's hard to justify. Maybe people have been once to Cigar Safari, maybe a few years back. You know, with everything that's going on in the world, a lot of people that like would have been going maybe, you know, haven't had the opportunity. So I thought I'd share my my story is like, um, you know, I, I think a lot of, a lot of people are uh, are are more, um, you, you know, they'd love to go. But in you know, real life makes it tough to necessarily just like cut away from the family. And, you know, I mean, only a handful of us, you know, have our lovely wives, you, you know, want to support these trips i know my wife doesn't want to go to cigar uh you know festivals with me she, she, she's like all right have fun i'm i'm gonna do some other shit you know um not that she doesn't <laughs> enjoy a cigar every once in a while uh with me but uh but but spend an entire just week miss them by that much i mean you're only you're, you were you were only like i don't know 30 seconds off yeah uh so uh, i those I've, I've noticed that our viewer numbers have gone up i want to welcome everyone to uh randy's uh 
Randy's, I don't know what story I could call time? this episode. Randy's story time about, uh, you know, the one, every cigar he's ever smoked and why he deserves his trip. We're, we're, all, thrilled. <laughs> we're, we're all thrilled that you're going. Uh, I, I think it's going to, you guys are going to have a blast. I, I, this is one trip that I would love to go on at some point. Um, eventually, Eric, you can pretend like I'm your son. Uh, I'll dye my beard if necessary. I'll just wear a hat so they can't see the hairline. Uh, we'll be good. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to the coverage and and all that. But the the one thing I will say, my wife is very supportive of all this stuff. Obviously, uh, I've been yep. doing it for a long time. She was the one who bought she bought me my first uh, humidor, uh, actually. And um, <clears throat> the only trip, and I did get her down. To, Dana's been to Nicaragua more than you have. She is that right? On a, yeah, she came down on a, a, a Mombacho a retailer trip that we did nice. in. Uh, it was uh, I think it was January of. 17? See, Maybe see, 18. But, but no, just, 18. But just not to bury the lead, too, you hosted a trip bringing retailers down. Correct. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I was, uh, that was part of, uh, part of my job was to make sure that all the retailers had a good time. And we did tastings and, you know, um, uh, all kinds of different trips. We went out on, uh, we had a, a party out on a, a private uh, island in uh, Lake Nicaragua, which is, Lake Nicaragua, you're not going to go down to, um, to Granada, which is where I've, I've spent most of my time, uh, uh, Lake Nicaragua is freaking huge, man. It is like you you go in there, it's like you're standing, you're looking out at the ocean. The thing is gigantic. But uh, we did some some events out there. It's it's a it's a beautiful country. You're gonna have a blast. Uh, I'm still stunned that this is your first trip there, but uh, that's that makes it even that much better. Um, the one trip that uh, that Dana has already said that she is coming on, regardless of of I mean, she'll pay will pay for her to go. Uh, is the Davidoff trip. So, uh, Eric, when the Davidoff trip comes up, Randy doesn't get to go, Dana and I get to go. It'll be a much more pleasant trip. Uh, I look really good in white linen. Randy looks a little questionable. Dude, dude, I mean, I, I no, was born. You, if, ever, if, there was, if there was a person born to be in white linen, you came out <laughs> swaddled in it. I understand that. Uh, yeah, Randy's like, so how many white parties are, gonna, are there going to be on this trip, Mike? <laughs> There's no white None, parties. Dude. None. No. That's Davidoff. <laughs> When, when, when uh, Eric and I were, were debating how many suitcases and the size of the suitcase, I, I told I my favorite quote of that whole conversation was like, yeah, next you're going to tell me that I shouldn't be bringing both casual and dress sandals. I mean, come on. Like, like, like what, 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 what are we primitive, you know, beasts here? I mean, come on! I can't, I can't wear the same sandals in the afternoon as I do to the white party. Crazy. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, you've got it. I mean, the, the the sandals really, the shoes make the outfit, right? I mean, you got to do it. Right. is not Dang. the Dominican Republic, Randy. We're in, <laughs> we're in like farm town. It's you, you're going to have a blast. You're going to love it. Uh, let's let's uh, let's chime in on our pairings, Randy. We'll see how those are going. And then we'll talk a little bit about season six uh, as we uh, as we get to the uh, towards the end of the show here. Um, cool. Since I didn't give you much of a chance to to think about your pairing, uh, you've been doing a lot of talking. I'm going to give you a minute here to take a For breath, sure. catch up. You know, take a sip of your drink, relight your cigar again. Uh, hopefully, the lighter works better this time because you had a lot of clicks there last time. Uh, so just as a reminder, um, we are not here to uh, to listen to Randy's life story. We are here uh, to smoke this uh, sun-grown Perdomo. What is, what is this double-aged 12-year uh, vintage. Vintage, vintage 
uh, Sun Grown from our good friends at Perdomo. This is a fantastic cigar. Thank you, Randy, for this uh, Salomon. I've been smoking this for 45 minutes. It looks like I just lit the damn thing up. And this is not because I've been talking, because Randy has not shut up this entire episode. So I've just been sitting here smoking and drinking. It's actually been quite nice. Um, the pairing, again, I'm, I'm drinking uh, a uh, blended scotch from our good friends at Compass Box. This is the story of the Spaniard um, ver, uh, batch release TS-2018B. Um, and they've done, I think, five or six different iterations of this. It is, it's a delicious whiskey. It's very, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say light on the palate. It's not smoky at all. It's got, a, it's got some sweetness to it. It's got a little bit of spice. There's some fruity characteristics, almost like, uh, I mean, they, they say here, uh, ripe red fruits, pears, uh, poached in wine. I like that because that's, that's a really good descriptor of, of the flavor. I would never say that, but that's uh, a really good descriptor of the flavor profile profile that I'm getting. But there's a little bit of nuttiness in there. There's some light spice and there's some vanilla. And to me, that's the flavor hook between these two. There's mm. some spice on the, uh, on the cigar. Not a lot. Uh, they, they, there is some, some Esteli Lajero in here, but not a ton, uh, obviously based on the, this flavor profile. I mean, I get, um, I think I'm probably going to start talking about that gray spice that we gave Randy crap about a couple weeks ago. There's a little bit of that gray spice in here. Yes. It's, uh, uh, it's, not, uh, it's not overpowering. It's more of an earthy flavor, a little bit of spice. Um, but there is, I get some nutty notes. They say almond on here. It's more of a peanut uh, flavor to me. And there's a little bit of a toffee thing, almost like a not quite peanut brittle, but it's, it's in there. And, and I'm getting some of that from uh from the scotch as well uh, and the that just that light spice between the two plays really really nicely together uh and a little bit of fruity vibe uh kind of dances on the palate a little bit outside of these other flavors it's I, I was hoping for something good i really just felt like drinking some scotch tonight uh but it's actually turned out pretty damn good uh it's not the best pairing i've had or anything hyperbolic like that but there's a lot of synergy between the flavor profile of uh this cigar is surprisingly delicate uh, from an elegant uh, from a flavor standpoint i mean you look at this thing and it's a beast i mean this is uh, it's got to be a 62 at its fattest and it just doesn't strike me as the kind of cigar that would just from appearance it is going to be kind of light it's not light uh, it's going to be a little bit delicate on the palate and there's some elegant flavor going on uh and i think there's just it's just being enhanced on both sides i'm really digging it how about you yeah that's interesting um i had a lot of similar notes uh, i definitely Peanut brittle, absolutely, um, was right. something that came across my mind as well. Um, I would say I, I I feel like you and I are getting a little bit different um, experience with the spice. I feel like um, I feel like it is all the way to, to black pepper. Um, hmm. uh, it's not it's not strong. It's not like in my face, but but like I think that it's got that the. The way I distinguish between white, gray, and black peppercorns is like the the sharpness to it, um, rather than the intensity of it. Because we we can talk about the intensity of the spiciness uh, a little bit differently, but like to me, it's got that like sharper um, black pepper note that like in a retro hail almost makes you feel like it could make you sneeze potentially. Um, so I mean, a little bit of black pepper. Um, there's some nice sweetness. Um, in the cigar, um, I think you know. I I didn't mention the um, the uh, the twelve year double aged. Um, give a little bit of context to, to that real quick as I, as I go here. Um, it's ten years uh, bale aged in warehouses as tobacco is standardly aged, and then they then take it 
and they put it into oak barrel. Um, I'm sorry, white oak bourbon uh, barrels for a two year aging process. And so that's the double aging um, that, that they go through through, through the 12 year uh, aging process. And, and I definitely do pick up some of those um, those oaky uh, notes, you know, some of some of that that scorched oak um, barrel characteristic. I think it. it I, I love that you had pointed out vanilla is it, uh, you know has some characteristics of vanilla in your in your beverage. I think that that really should be a resonance that you're getting off off the uh, cigar with that, the kind of vanillins that it might pick up uh, from that barrel aging. You know the barrel finishing, if you will. Uh, um, you know el- element of the double age. Honestly, no kidding. One of my favorite cigars really is, um, and you know, rum and Coke, both sweet beverages. We've talked about that before. I don't drink a lot of, um, I don't consume sugar much outside of beer. And so I'm, I'm a little bit hypersensitive to sweetness. And so I think we've talked about this before when we're talking about sodas and, and cigars, while that's so like common for people to, to do, I think we've both commented, we're not big soda and cigar guys. And I feel like the, the soda sweetness can often overpower a lot of flavor in, in cigars. Um, this cigar has plenty of intensity to stand up to the sweetness of, of the beverage. Um, the bourbon, I'm sorry, the, the rum really comes through on this rum and Coke. I only put about four ounces of Coke on three ounces of, of rum. So um, okay. it's um, it's right where I want it to be on uh, from a ratio standpoint. It's very rum um, forward. And, uh, and, and those sweet notes are really like... Um, uh, synergistic, as you like to say, with the sweetness. Yeah, maybe get in, in there in, with some in, synergization. <laughs> with, uh, I, I love the sweetness in the cigar. Um, playing with the sweetness in the in the drink, I think it it, it really like emphasizes that um, spiciness. I almost think that because it sounds like the way you described your drink, it's not nearly as sweet as mine. I think maybe that's why that spiciness seems a little bit more intense for me than maybe it does for you. Yeah, um, I was say the same. And, yeah, yeah. So it, it kind of cuts through that. Um, so I mean, this is this is definitely a thumbs up for me. This is uh, it working really, really well. I'm and, and as I've sipped through these, it is the best of the three, in my opinion. Um, I, I I think the ginger beer kind of masks some of yeah. uh, those those nuanced flavors from the cigar, and then the imperial brown. Just, I'm just not finding any, yeah, yeah, I'm not finding any flavor hook there. It's just kind of like I'm going from one to the other, and they both exist. Neither, you know, the intensity is fine. Neither are are masking each other. But, um, yeah, the rum and coke is is a better of the three pairings. (laughs) They're, They're both there. They're both, right. like, they both they both spend time in my mouth. They exist. <laughs> but beyond that, there's really no, there's really no comparison. There's, right. that's, there's, a, there's a sound bite for you, Jordan. Um, the, yeah, yeah, so I will, I'll, I'll say thumbs up as well. I'll say thumbs up as well. <laughs> thumbs up as well. I don't think I said that earlier. Uh, I think the one difference that we're getting is the, the intensity of this cigar, I think, is, is probably... Uh, a bit more subdued for me just because I think I feel like it's the fruity characteristics from this uh, from the scotch are kind of um, keeping some of that heavy flavor at bay in a good way. Mm. It's it's this cigar to me is it's a, I'd say medium. It's probably medium plus in strength. Uh, body is probably just a solid medium for me. Um, but it's it's the the. The intensity is is really spot on between the two, but you, you described it as a bit more intense, I think, than than I'm experiencing. But I, I do hear you on the on the spice. Um, 
it's probably a bit spicier than I gave it credit for, but I do get a, a like a lingering spice on the tongue, and it it's it really is I think from from both sides of the pairing, and it's just mm. it's it's very very pleasant. Um, but that fruity characteristic, just that light fruit. They said the the uh, what did they say here? Poached pears, uh, pears poached in wine and like red ripe red fruit. Um, that to me is kind of what really pulls all of this together because it's so different than the flavor of the of the cigar. But it just it's it, there's so much synergy with that plus all of these other flavors. I, I I don't know. I just really dig it. It's uh, I'm I'm a little bit surprised, frankly, that it was uh, as good as it is. Uh, Jordan, you didn't even ever tell us what you were smoking or drinking. I know you're not part of the part of the oh, pairing, yeah, but I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have the same. I, but I, I'm smoking the H99, you know, because it's, oh, it's one of the best I mean, cigars it's, ever. It's the only rolled. thing I could find. Uh, yeah, and then I'm, I'm drinking a Larceny Barrel Proof bourbon. And on the nice. side, I got a little Voodoo Ranger Juice Force, you know, just because hmm. if you need a little mm-hmm. splash, wet the palate. But uh, yeah, Robbie, that that's interesting that what you were saying about the the cigars, you know, because with Perdomo, almost everything they do is either a Maduro wrapped, Connecticut wrapped, or the, the sun grown wrapped, and I find that a lot of the times, like those sun growns are pretty fiery. Like there's a lot of red pepper. Uh, they're they're they, you know they sting the nostrils, as to quote Stings Anchorman. The nostrils. Uh, but but I wonder if yeah, like that that ultra aging ten year age bale age and the two year. Uh, barrel age brought you know kind of tames that down a bit because uh, a lot what, of the a lot of the sun grows are pretty fiery. Yeah, what, in in reading about the double aging process, they definitely do reference um, a softening or a smoothing of the flavor in the barrel um, portion of of the aging, and I could totally see that because I know what you're talking about with the with the standard. Um, you know, this is a, a wrapper. Obviously, they they go to a lot. Um, and and it does take on some di- different forms and and yeah i think the barrel aging definitely does give it a little bit different character picks up maybe some of the, again those vanillins some of the the barrel characteristics that maybe like do soften some some of that like fire that the, that the wrapper often brings to the equation don't you guys, don't you guys think that like cuz a lot of a lot of factories will say you know this tobacco is double fermented or it's triple fermented um and then I'll I'll go to on some of these factory tours, um, and they'll say that's that's false. Like th- there's no such thing as double fermentation. There's no such thing as triple fermentation. Uh, tobacco is just fermented when it's when it's ready. It's it's fermented. So there's no double fermenting. It's just fermented. But I think that the barrel fermentation proves that wrong. In that, how else can you possibly describe what has just transpired here? Like w- there's it was it was aged and was fermented. And then it went back into a barrel, and it was and spent time in there. There's no other way for me to describe that other than it was double fermented. Well, just to be clear about how Perdomo uh, references it, it's double aged, um, which I actually think that they're being a little bit more true to the like scientific term of fermentation. Fermentation is like literally the um, the processing of sugars. And so, like in 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 beer, you'll see double fermented uh, used a lot because they'll ferment to dry, and they'll literally add a second um, sugar source. So you know, f- uh, fruit um, is sour, for instance. It's it's a it's a base beer, a blonde Belgian ale, for instance. They'll they'll ferment to dry, and then they'll add a bunch of plums to it. Well, now a second fermentation has to take place to eat the new sugar that was introduced. And so, with without introducing a second um, sugar addition. Um, I, I, I think 
I, I think that is true. There is just one true fermentation. Well, okay, of you're probably you're like probably right Asian. in terms of Perdomo because Perdomo does uh, emphasize that their bur their barrel aging doesn't. They don't. They're not like re reviving right. the barrels or anything. They're just kind of uh, allowing the the wood to just, act as like a, a vessel. Filter. It's a vessel for it to age. But in, some of these and, factories right. do uh, revive the barrels, and so that would introduce more sugar. If there's more sugar introduced, then there's a second fermentation. But like, I'd be, I I'd look at them with a, a little bit of a hairy eyeball of like, did you really introduce more sugar? Uh, yeah, all you'd have and to there, do is and there, and there are sugars. Down, wipe down the the barrel with more of the you know whatever, whether it's imperial stout or or bourbon. Sure. No, no, no. You're you're right. There is a scenario that could take place that a second fermentation is taking place. It really depends on the process. Right, like, like I, I think in this case, though, Randy, you're spot on because they they don't reference it as double fermented; they reference it as double aged. Right, right. Because they're not, um, to Jordan's point, they're they're not adding any type of sugar. Now that being said, there are sugars, there are natural sugars in in oak, um, and 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 they they are caramelized through the the charring process, which obviously uh, uh, I'm getting more and more familiar with. Yeah, I'm getting more familiar. The toasting room today, baby. I love that smell. In the in the Perdomos, you don't the smell of toasting. You never get like a bourbon. I never get like a bourbony flavor from them. No, they're just they're just you know uh, using that that filter of the wood. But in some of these cigars, you do that, and they they do wipe them down the the barrels down, and you do like an imperial stout barrel age, for example, that we do with Camacho. You you get that. Right. I think that's the only way you would get something like that. I think in, in this instance, it, it's doing exactly, well, I think it's probably doing exactly what you were kind of saying, where it takes that wrapper that has that that kind of zing and spice to it, and you're giving it an extra two years of aging in an environment that, while probably doesn't have any sugar in it, <clears throat> is going to impart a little bit of uh, of the flavors that are coming from that wood, right? And, the, and whatever spirit was aged in that, because it's going to absorb some of that. So I guess inherently, yes, there probably is some sugar in there. But right. it, uh, enough for it to, to really be referenced as... Uh, I understand what you're... I, I, I don't know. I understand what you're saying, Jordan. Um, and I think that the process probably does that without the second fermentation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it, it is interesting, and, and it's one of those things that, like, it's going to vary... Uh, manufacturer to manufacturer it's going to vary depending on the where they source their barrels how they mm -hmm. they arrive you know i can tell you right now from from the brewing side of things you know some some breweries will will get um bourbon aged barrels from a distillery they'll they'll not only empty them out they'll even rinse them out you, with hot water and, and and that well and then just put beer into them and so they're really just imparting um, the oak character, and if there's any just a slight bourbon character, you know, still saturated in the wood, maybe that comes out. Where conversely, I've seen breweries get a get a barrel, and there's like two to three gallons of bourbon still in it, and they'll mm -hmm. just fill that with with beer, and so you get a much stronger, you know, infusion. Ooh, they don't of, take the bourbon yeah. out, huh? Right? No, ex exactly. Like I've I, I've watched um, beer go in nine percent and come out twelve percent. Because it's 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 now blended with bourbon. It's not just like flavor imparted. They've actually added bourbon to to the beer. Um, and uh, and and to, to that point, you know, we know a, a, a cigar manufacturer that, that has done that. You know, Agnorsa Leaf, I know did um did a project with Cask. What, what was that name? They've done two releases with a a bourbon group called Cask something. And I remember um, 
uh, uh, Terrence was sharing with us that it was kind of a new process for Aganorsa Leaf to do that. And they had what they did um, totally different than anything that we've talked about is they actually finished rolling cigars and then they put those cigars into a used bourbon barrel. And um, on that first one, there was still quite a bit of bourbon residually in the barrel. And, and Terrence said it took a ton of time for those to like dry out at all. And they came out super bourbon. Like they were straight bourbon infused cigars at that point. Right. Those are more next, infused, right? Right. And, Asylum and has the, done one of those too. Uh, I can't remember what it was called. It was probably in 2014 or 15, but they it was it was in a beer example of what you're talking about. And mm-hmm. those always come out like actually infused whereas like our camacho imperial stout barrel aged is more like uh, sort of in between that and what perdomo does so you're getting some of the bourbon and beer but like more of a fermentation side of it totally so yeah so so i mean obviously there's a a ton of permeations of of how this can go and it really depends on uh on the process of uh, of of the manufacturer and in 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 the end you know they're going to market it how they market it if they find you know regardless of the process if they found if they've all voted in a marketing meeting that the term double fermented sounded sexier on on the label you know <laughs> hey don't blame the marketing that. guy don't blame the marketing guy <laughs> you should thank thank the marketing guy because nine times out of ten he's right. Or she, he or she is right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, 60% and to, uh, of the time, point, it works every time. <laughs> every time. It, st- it does. It smells like gasoline. Um, the I, st- I th- believe it was Eric that made a comment earlier. He said, uh, we will uh, follow up with Nick next week to get some clarification on the process. So yeah. uh, that's one thing that we can look forward to from that coverage that you all will be providing, Randy. Uh, looking forward Certainly. to that. Um, so I know everybody's voting on the pairings. Jordan, mm. let's get into some audience pairings before we get into the votes and uh, wrap this thing up. All right. So we've got, uh, let's see here, we've got Kevin O'Connor. He's doing a Perdomo barrel, bourbon barrel-aged Maduro with Old First, for, first Old Forester, Old Forester, Forester. <laughs> yeah, 1920 Bammer. Prohibition. Uh, creamy mix of coffee, oak, and heavy molasses with the bourbon bringing out a nice vanilla spice. Sounds, sounds like a good. nice pairing. Yeah. Uh, we got Nathan Stewart. He's doing a Perdomo double-aged 12-year vintage Maduro with the Navigator straight bourbon whiskey finished. And navigator red wine barrels. Flavor notes are all over the place, from white pepper to earthiness, and toward the end, it's now turning into quite floral. Interesting. Hmm. All right, Sounds we got. Uh, yeah, it's kind of yeah. Bill Powers, he's doing a bourbon barrel aged Habano sun grown with Lagunitas brown sugar. Be- oh, I love that beer. Ooh, uh, from season one, it was a fantastic and wanted to revisit. Uh, fantastic pairing with the caramel brown sugar and orange peel of the Lagunitas. Super pairing that's working very well. That is uh, a good beer. That's a dang good beer. Uh, Mike Haken's Perdomo 12-year bourbon barrel age. They're all Maduros with uh, with the Horse Soldier bourbon. That is a nice mm. bourbon bottle, by the way. This bottle's bottle. Man, I'm telling you. It's Bro, amazing, can, that bottle. Can we talk a little bit about let's, that bottle? All right. Let's do a side sidebar here. The show is now about this bottle. That <laughs> bottle. <laughs> New uh-huh. it's, it's, uh, it, it, it is actually it's there's good juice inside cool that bottle too so yeah. uh, he said it's a bottle uh, earth and spice stop it a smoothing out the second half with the powdered cocoa note that sounds good uh, and then Steve Toth we got uh, eucalyptus tea as it does with a nice little perdomo noir uh, choice chocolate and uh, wait sorry nice chocolate and sweet notes from the cigar and honey coming through with the tea 
Can I, can we I have, just say real we, quick? We really have to do a, a eucalyptus tea show. Oh, it's coming. I mean, he, oh, he it's shows coming. up. He shows up every week with this eucalyptus tea. Now I could. Well, we could do like a behind the scenes, Randy, because I got some eucalyptus trees. I could go just like chip some bark off I. there, and I could just do <laughs> no, like be the let's Randy do style. like a let's do like an OG like if we were cavemen making this tea. I think well, that would be fun. Uh, well, if I could just say real quick to Steve, Randy Toff, says no. uh, I I love you, Steve. I thank you, Steve. Uh, guys, I owe Steve a show-winning package um, from, I think, five weeks ago. He he won this segment, and I owe him a, a package, and I haven't sent it to him. Probably a few I, other guys. I, I, I owe I, people I, that I don't even I, know who they are. So yeah, at least you know I, I you're, you're ahead of me. But, but, but here's the thing. So here's a guy who follows our show. He, he doesn't drink alcohol these days and continues to, to pair along with his eucalyptus tea. I owe him a, pr a, a prize he sent me a cigar bomb this week. Steve, I, I, I think wow. I, I think Steve is Steve he's is trying like to the art. You. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's really just the petty <laughs> king, and he's just like you know like what? I'm so irritated. How, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just passive aggressive. Like, all right, so check this out. I'll send you a prize, and then maybe you'll 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 reciprocate with the prize I actually won on and your show. And maybe now your prize <laughs> has to be a little bit better. That's it's exactly. a, it's it's Steve, basically Steve. He's just saying, look, this is what they're supposed to look like. This has <laughs> this has my address on it. There's there is you have zero zero excuses now, Randy. Exactly. I love you, Steve. I've got something really special coming your way very very soon. Beautiful. Uh, right, what do you guys uh, think? I, I think I'm. I don't remember who the first was. It Mike Hakins was the first one. So the first one's out of Oh, Kevin O'Connell. O'Connor. Kevin O'Connor. He's got bourbon barrel aged Maduro with Old Forester 1920. Nathan yeah. Stewart, uh, double aged 12 year Maduro with Navigator Straight Bourbon. Uh, Bill Powers, bourbon barrel aged Habano, sun grown with Lagunitas Brown Sugar. Ooh, Mike cool. Hakins, Perdomo 12 year bourbon barrel aged Maduro with Hol Horse Soldier. Steve Toth, Eucalyptus. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the, the 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 what was it? Cocoa powder a descriptor? It was. Almost enough to, to bring home the win, but I, I think we, we all reacted so so strongly when we heard uh, Brown Sugar being paired yeah, by Bill, Bill Powers. Powers. Well I'm, done. I'm going Bill Powers with my vote. Yeah, that's the winner. That's oh, me too. Yep. And he uh, was the only one doing the sun grown. Uh, right. You know, that it's a and that's a, just a damn good beer that I'm now yeah. realizing I usually have in my fridge and I don't have any. What they only do that seasonally, they, right? Yeah, it's it's a late it's a late fall ish, early fall. Uh, but I don't think I saw it last year. I'm not really. Yeah, sure. yeah me I was, either. I, I, I was thinking it was a little closer to the holidays, but but, but yeah, fourth quarter uh, release definitely uh, such a good yeah, one. It's definitely on the calendar for Q4 there, Randy. Yeah, Bill Powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, indeed, as as you say now. Yeah. Well done, Bill. Nicely done. Nicely done. You Just in time for O and D. Want to see some votes? <laughs> Boots. Yes, let's, let's do, do it. Boots look like. <clears throat> this. Oh, Randy Ana gets on. Another close <laughs> one, though. Randy, Fifty-two to forty-eight. It's close. Uh, yeah. There's, 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 there's five or six people out there that got it wrong, but uh, you know, what are you gonna do? Let's break it down. Do? So Facebook had uh, had Robbie. 59 to 41. YouTube took Randy 62 38. Whoa. Interesting. 38%. That it, well, yeah, I don't even remember. It. What is your pairing? I don't even remember what it is. 
You're such a jack. Rummy Coke. Um, so, 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 real quick, just, just one, one last time. Like uh, we're off next week. Stay tuned for coverage coming from Nicaragua. Um, the following week will be our season premiere, so that'll be treated um, primarily like a, a, a wild card. And then we'll get going on the none other than the Smokin's most special sampler. I will I will throw out there that right now is a great time to go to Smoke In. Also, um, the the Great Smoke is coming up March 18th. The virtual event pack, as it is every year, one of the best uh, uh, bangs for your buck. They do such an amazing job. And uh, event aside, it's one of my favorite events uh, held in this industry um, in the country. Um, but just the virtual pack itself, hundred and sixty five dollars gets you an insane 32 premium cigars um, along with a whole um, a whole list of uh, other great swag that is all Mardi Gras themed for this year's uh, Great Smoke. So definitely keep your eye out for that. Yeah, you, you and could, being able to buy spend... all those exclusives that they do as well. Scott was talking about how good that yeah. uh, Dunbarton exclusive they oh. did this year was. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, again, smoking brings so much to the industry in general that uh you know the manufacturers they partner with really bring their best uh their a game to do some really special one-off unique things scott what'd you have to say about uh about that dunbarton you know honestly it was one i've enjoyed all of his releases for the great smoke but this one stood out for me this one is just so much flavor and so much body and it's not like a butt kicker in terms of strength uh, the strength is definitely a tick below i've enjoyed every one more but this one definitely took a leap forward for me it was something special i'm excited to see where this blend goes awesome yeah no absolutely so uh, again 32 premium cigars for 165 bucks plus a bunch of swag plus um, an opportunity to get involved at least in the event, the virtual portion, which to uh, to uh, Scott's point also gives you the opportunity to be part of the exclusive uh, purchasing of those releases. So for the first segment of season six, we're doing five people, not four, five episodes for our first se segment. As we're going to be talking uh, uh, for a whole month, really, about uh, the Cigar of the Year process, uh, our process, how it differs. We're going to throw some shade at, at Coop and the boys at uh, Kiss My Ash for, for calling us out when they don't actually even know what our rules are in the first place. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But 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 the uh, five pack. If you know them off the top of your head, feel free to tell tell me what the numbers in our top ten they were, Jordan. But it comes with the Espinosa Knuckle Sandwich, partnered with Guy Fieri. Fieri at number three, we have the Agonorsa Leaf Cerberus. Number seven. Number seven of our top ten, the El Dorado New World from AJ. Number four. Number four. The Alec Bradley Double Broadleaf. Number nine. Number nine. I knew that one. And the number one Cigar of the Year from Cigar Dojo. None other than Drew Estate, Liga Pravada, H99. One of uh, the best cigars I've ever uh, smoked. Uh, no hyperbole. Don't give me shit, yeah. uh, Robbie. Uh, um, uh, so, so yeah, please. By man. Please head to smokein.com. Get your hands on this. and You've already got the first... 
uh, five shows covered. And uh, again, when we get to the season premiere in two weeks, we'll lay out uh, some of the following segments. We're going to give you guys way more uh, lead time than we ever have. Uh, so you guys can, can smoke along, keep pairing along, keep improving your descriptors and entering. And by the way, we are going to do, I, I came up with this plan as a partnership with, with Smoke oh, we are going what? to be doing giveaways for those five shows that oh, if Jesus. you win the pairing segment of the shows for the first five segments, you will be entered to win. I'm not saying we're going to send one out for every show, but you will be entered to win for every show. We're going to send out probably three to four of them in total. Um, we'll send you uh, straight from Smoking a five pack for your efforts of, you know, we're so excited to see you guys' descriptors improve so much as we've gone along. So we'll be doing more giveaways in the first segment of season six. And do you guys we, think as, we'll go in reverse order? Uh, reverse order from mean? our top 10 list or yeah, of what like, I just listed? Like, or? Yeah. We'll probably, yeah, like, we'll probably like go gravity, there. Sure, we'll count it down. Like yeah. 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 I like that. I like that. That's we're, we're just, we're just, content creating on the fly here we're gonna do a countdown style pairing wait, wait. we're doing what we're, what are we doing on the fly so like alec bradley is the number nines so we'll go alec bradley no Agonorsa. no i know that I, I i just wanted to know what content creating meant well jordan just came came up with the idea of the order in which we'll do the episodes so yes but you fine. said you said content creating i don't know what is that content give him a creating. give him a break robbie <laughs> a goodness yeah. Contecrating. Jeez. Let's do it. Hashtag. <laughs> I, I've I've All only right, said Robbie, fifteen wrap, words wrap tonight. I gotta give him a hard time. Yep. Uh, so I assume Jordan, there's no smoke night live this Friday. No. Given that, that you all will be, uh, we'll be on, you will be uh, on assignment in in the lovely country of Nicaragua. Uh, next week we're taking off. Uh, so this is going to be uh, this is the last show for a while here on uh, on Cigar Dojo. So I hope you all enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, Randy prattling on and on about contecrating and, and all sorts of other <laughs> nonsense. Uh, apparently you did because you voted for him. I don't get it, but that's all right. We can move forward. <laughs> um, yes, Mike Hakins is right. Robbie is being a bully again. Uh, that's what I do. Um, thanks everybody for tuning in. This was a lot of fun. This is a fantastic cigar. Jeez, uh, Randy, it's Imperial. Come on, settle down. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're at all interested in scotch and you like a, uh, a sherry, sherry finished uh, cask, try that. This uh, compass box, uh, the story of the Spaniard, it is very, very tasty. Highly recommend it. Um, anyway, uh, are, are we being a little hard on? The, I don't even know what that means. On the beaver, uh, yeah. I, I, I will, I will say, you know, it's <laughs> ironic. Leave it to beaver. The, uh, Classic. Like it, 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 is, I, it I, is ironic that you chose the story of the Spaniard as I'm a Spaniard and I made the whole show about my story. I just uh, I, interesting, I right? Yeah, a lot it's of weird. synergies it's crazy. No, Yeah, no. yeah it's, it's very synergistic. <laughs> on that note, let's move on. Um, yeah, a lot thanks. of Robbie being a bully comments. Yeah, I know. I'm being mean. Like I don't know what it is. <laughs> why, I don't know why I'm. What's, what's I'm so the glad they I finally think. see through your thin veil of kindness. Taking it too far. It's, I, I've, I've got the, what, what do they call it? With like the Napoleon complex, the, the little the short guy has a, is, I'm just going to pick on everybody. Um, no, I, I, I love you guys and I hope you enjoy your trip. Uh, I don't hope at all that Randy, they lose your luggage and uh, you have a hard time uh, finding your way around Nicaragua while I'm at home, not on the trip that I was not invited to. Uh, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, everybody have a, uh, a great week. Thanks again for tuning in. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe, stay healthy, be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you in a couple of weeks when the Odyssey continues. Oh.
Honest Abe here from Smoking Cigars. It is that time of year again, the Great Smoke 2023 Mardi Gras Madness. Whether you're coming down live or you're gonna be enjoying the event from the comfort of your own home, your ticket price includes this epic package. It's one of our greatest Great Smoke packages in the history of this event. Over $400 worth of product and great swag for the low cost of $165. Do not hesitate. Tickets are selling this year faster than ever. Go to www.thegreatsmoke.com and get your live general admission ticket, your virtual ticket if you're going to enjoy it from home, and tickets for either the dinner or the brunch. Epic time. We can't wait to see you all there. The Great Smoke 2023. Mardi Gras Madness. Thank you.